You're listening to LanguageCaster.com. Welcome to all our listeners interested in the world's favourite game and improving their English skills. And also, welcome everyone to the first show of our 10th season. And what better way to celebrate our 10th anniversary than with a whole new season of football. My name's Damon. I'm based in Tokyo. Hello, everybody. I'm Damien, and I'm based in Hong Kong, where the weather here, Damon, is unbelievably hot. How is it there in Tokyo? It's pretty unbelievably hot here too it's unreal today would you believe damon i was playing football and people were substituted as their feet were burning can you imagine that that's outrageous it's that not, wasn't on grass was it it was on artificial turf uh, but it was all worth it because we won of course maybe we could ask our listeners if they could tell us about some extreme conditions that they've played football in beforehand indeed Yep, it's our, as you mentioned, Damon, it's our 10th season and uh, we have a few changes on our site here at languagecaster.com, which we hope you'll all check out, including uh, a newsletter that you can sign up for. And we also have a weekly interactive predictions post. Very simply, come along to our site, click on the latest predictions post and enter your scores to see if you can beat Damon, myself or our guest. And this week's guest is David, a Stoke City fan who will be taking part in our predictions battle at the end of the show. But Damon, time to move on to today's show. What else have we got? Well, in a moment, we're going to start with our main listening practice report. And if you come to the site, you can read the transcript of this feature and check out the vocabulary support too as you listen. And after that, it's our spotlight on a phrase for football. And this week, it's second season syndrome. And we're going to finish with myself and Damien giving our predictions for six games this weekend. And both our teams, Liverpool for me, Tottenham for him, will feature. Cheers, Damien. Right, the 2015-16 English Premier League starts again this weekend. And in this Premier League preview, Damien looks at some of the favourites, the possible dark horses and teams that may struggle in this, the 24th version of the league. Now, he does this by focusing on each region of England and Wales where the teams are based. Ah, but just before we listen to the report, here's a question for you. How many teams based in London and the South East will be taking part in this season's Premier League? The answer is at the end of the show. Você está escutando languagecaster.com 20 teams are ready to kick off the 2015-2016 Premier League and each team's supporters will be hoping they have bragging rights come the end of the season, especially over any local rivals. In this listening practice report, we take a look at which regions the 20 teams play in and how they may perform. First up, London and the South East, and there are six teams. First of all, the capital city and the surrounding area. Six teams from this region, including most pundits' favourites, Chelsea, who are the team to beat. Their only weakness seems to be a reliance on Diego Costa up front. Without him firing on all cylinders, they may be blunt in attack. Hoping to capitalise on last season's FA Cup win and the victory over Chelsea in the Community Shield are Arsenal. They certainly look a complete team and may have got the signing of the season in Petr Cech. 
the Gunners look good for a top three finish. Crosstown rivals Tottenham may need another season under boss Pochettino to really gel, especially with a focus on youth and can expect a Europa League place. On the other hand, West Ham, already out of this year's Europa League qualifiers, could face a long and difficult season. Just north of London is Watford and the newly promoted side, full of new signings, are one of the favourites to go straight back down a division. Second, the North West with four teams. Four clubs, two based on Merseyside, two in Manchester, will all be hoping to improve on last year's showings. Of the four, Manchester City seem to have the best chance of mounting a title challenge and will definitely finish in the Champions League places. But a lot will depend on how new signing Sterling links up with Aguero and whether or not City's other big stars, such as Yaya Torre and company, can up their game. Most intriguing are Manchester United. There are no more excuses for their manager Van Gaal, especially as the club have really splashed the cash on signings such as Depay, Schneiderlin, Schweinsteiger and Damian. How these stars play as a unit remains to be seen, but United are strong contenders for a top four spot and should be an entertaining side to watch. The two Merseyside clubs will have different ambitions. Everton will just hope to avoid the disaster that was last season. Key to this will be holding on to their star defender, Stone, but Chelsea just might prize him away from the Toffees. Liverpool will have their eyes set again on trying to crack the top four, but on paper their squad doesn't look strong enough to challenge the two teams from Manchester, Chelsea and Arsenal. Europa League again. Third is the Midlands and four teams. We're including Stoke City in this region and they, along with West Bromwich Albion, Leicester and Aston Villa, make up the teams from the Midlands. Aston Villa may spend most of the season struggling to avoid relegation after losing important players like frontman Benteke, midfielder Cleverly and captain Delph. West Brom finished a respectable 13th last season and with Tony Pulis in charge, mid-table safety looks the most likely outcome. Stoke City were impressive last season and Mark Hughes will hope they can push on further up the table and maybe have a decent cup run too. Leicester, like Villa, may struggle and will be in the dogfight to avoid relegation come March and April. Fourth is the North East and two teams. Both Newcastle and Sunderland had bad seasons last year. The Black Cats, 16th last season, looked the more solid of the two teams and for Newcastle, a lot will depend on how their new manager McLaren handles the pressure of St James's. Going forward, they look good with new signings, Vijnaldum and Mitrovic. Verdict, both should be safe from relegation. The rest... Four teams. Swansea from the Welsh South Coast are an excellently run team and have made themselves a fixture in the league. Finishing eighth last season for a club this size was a real achievement. Similarly, Southampton have impressed over the last few seasons with their attractive play and ability to punch above their weight. Neither will trouble the top four, but neither will fear relegation either. 
newly promoted side Bournemouth, just down the coast from Southampton, are the league's minnows. With a stadium capacity of just over 10,000, this small South Coast club will be most neutral second team. They could be dark horses for doing better than expected and could avoid relegation. This may not be the case for Alex Niels Norwich, who looks short on quality. They deserve their chance, but a reliance on a younger manager and the squad that got them promoted may not be enough. Relegated. Thanks a lot for that, Damon. What do you reckon for Liverpool this season, Damon? What do you think? Where are they going to finish? Uh, they're going to finish fourth. They're going to have 72 points and 72 goals. How about Tottenham? That's very specific. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm as confident as you are. I think we have a long-term plan involving a stadium and lots of young players. So I think it's uh, another season of uh, waiting, probably somewhere between fifth and seventh, probably sixth. Okay, now next it's our English for football phrase with Damien, who will explain the phrase second season syndrome. Now, in football, we use the cliché second-season syndrome to describe the drop in performance by a team or a player after a previously successful season. Now, a syndrome is a group of symptoms connected to a disease, so it's negative impact on the performance. So, when a team is promoted to a new division or a player emerges for the first time, they sometimes perform better than expected, which then surprises many people. However, as teams, managers and players become accustomed to these newcomers, it is often harder the second time round, meaning they don't do as well as the year before. They suffer from second season syndrome. Now, for example, Tottenham's Harry Kane scored 30 goals in his first season, but many people still feel he won't do as well this season and that he might suffer from second season syndrome. Cheers, Damien. Do you remember Languagecaster.com's second season syndrome way back in 2006-07? Great days, Damien, great days. We've uh, hopefully learned a thing or two since then. That's right. We've got through that and now we are flying. Well, one major difference from our second season syndrome and now is that we have a Facebook account and a Twitter account here at LanguageCaster. So you can follow us and find out all of the news here on our site, all of the posts that appear on our site. And of course, you can come along to our site at LanguageCaster.com, look at our football glossary, participate in our predictions and many other things connected with football language. Talking about predictions, that's what's up next in our final section of the show. And in this section, Damien, myself and a guest try to predict the scores of five or six games coming up each week. And it's three points for a perfect score, one point for the correct score. And uh, I believe I am the current champion. Damien, do you think you can unseat me? It's going to be tough. Uh, you, this is the 10th season, so you are 5-4 up. Is that right? I think it is. And, I'm not uh, counting. Uh, yes, you are. And uh, uh, I wonder, will the guests make a show this year as well? They could do. Right, let's get right into it. Our first game actually is finished. It's in uh, France, Ligue 1, Lille, 
who took on PSG. Now, I thought uh, PSG would win 2-1. You went for a draw. And I guess, David, he went for a, a PSG victory 1-0. What was the result, Damien? It was, in fact, 1-0. So uh, David picks up three points. You get a point, And I score nothing. Yeah, so David and our guests are ahead already. And uh, next, though, it's the Premier League, which kicks off in actually a couple of hours. And we're going to start with the first game in the Premier League, and that's Manchester United taking on your team, Damien, Tottenham. Well, Damien, I'm not too confident about this one. We never do that well at Old Trafford. I'm going for a 1-0 defeat. How about you? I'm going to go for a draw. I'm going to go for 1-1. And David also is going to go for a 2-2 draw. Hopefully, if it is a draw, it will be the 2-2 variety with some goals to entertain us. Yes, indeed. Now, um, continuing our Premier League focus, we have new boys Bournemouth against Aston Villa. Now, I remember last uh, season, Damon, you did a listing report on Bournemouth. Um, What do you reckon? Can they do something positive here today? I think they can. I'm not sure they have enough to win, although I hope they do. As I said in the main report, I think they're most neutrals, second favourite team in the Premier League. Um, Plucky minnows as they are. Aston Villa uh, didn't have a good season at all last last year, but I think probably a few nerves, so 1-1 I'm going for. Well, David's gone for a 1-0 away victory, so he's gone for Villa. I'm going for Bournemouth. Um, I think Villa might struggle this season. I think they might go down, actually. Um, And I think they're going to start poorly. 1-0 to Bournemouth. Okay, And then we've got uh, the champions, Chelsea. And they're taking on Swansea City. Always a difficult side. Um, Always around and about uh, the top of the mid-table. How do you see this one panning out? Well, I think this is a case of my heart and my head. Uh, My head tells me that Chelsea are going to win this one. But I'm going to go with my heart. Nil-nil. How about you, Damon? If I went with my heart, it would be 3-0 to Swansea. (laughs) But I'm going to go with my head and I'm going to go with uh, Chelsea's previous form of being very efficient. 1-0. David has gone for a a more uh, resounding 3-1 victory to Chelsea. You really want to retain your predictions battle title, don't you? (laughs) I do. Now, Arsenal-West Ham, uh, the first of many London derbies this season. Uh, Surely Arsenal will have too much for West Ham, Damon? I think they will. I think they're going to start very impressively. Uh, The win in the Community Shield, I think, really boosted their confidence. I think they're going to win 3-0. Yeah, David's gone for a 2-0 victory. As a Tottenham fan, I can't really sanction an Arsenal victory. 0-0. Come on, West Ham, get a 0-0 draw there. Okay, and our last game is Stoke City. Um, a tiny, tiny team in the Midlands of uh, England, and they're taking on the giants of Liverpool. <laughs> what do you think? Well, uh, we're not going to mention the final game of last season, but I think Liverpool will get some form of revenge. Well, no, they're going to get revenge. It'll be 3-1 to Liverpool, and they'll win it comfortably. I am going to mention last season because <laughs> I'm going to go for complete revenge Uh, Of course, Liverpool were trounced by Stoke 6-1 at the end of the season last year. And I think Liverpool are going to win by 6-1. David's gone for a more sensible 1-1, however. (laughs) Now, just to remind anybody who wants to take us on in the predictions battle, you can come along to our site, click on this week's predictions, uh, those six games that we've just spoken about. And just by logging in, you'll be able to fill in your results, save it, and we'll see how you do next week. 
And before we go, uh, the answer to our question, how many London or South East teams are playing in the Premier League this season? Damien, do you know? Ooh, it's a tricky one. Uh, we've got Watford. Does that count as London? It does. Tottenham, Arsenal, West Ham, Crystal Palace. Um, ooh, five, six, maybe? Six it is. Well done. Okay, and we also have another question in our newsletter, which was, um, how many Premier League seasons have there been? Damon, do you know the answer? Too many, because Liverpool haven't won the championship <laughs> since the Premier League started. <laughs> oh, that's I 24 think. years then. There you go. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope your team does well, Tara. Enjoy all the football, and next week, Damon, we'll be talking about uh, the Bundesliga. 